Hello and welcome to Southwest News Media Sports Podcast, Sports for Dummies. I'm Eric Crocher with Todd Ablin, Tom Chardon, and Dan Huss. For the week of February 22nd, 2019, we're talking about our picks for who will be crowned champion in boys hockey and state wrestling. Here we are, busiest two weeks of the school year for the sports editors. Late May rivals. Late May. <laughs> Late May is... But we don't have to type track and field agate anymore. So that was when you had to do that agate and write every kid that that was that that, that took forever. But you're right. Early, you know, late May, early June can be can be a lot. But I always think this one, this these couple weeks are kind of crazy because if you have teams in like state girls hockey, you're going from St. Paul to the West Metro. You know, maybe the state gymnastics or you know, there's just there's so much. Not everything's so compact like. Uh, I think that the spring is kind of for, yeah, you might get a little bit of that, but I know I put some miles on. <laughs> for sure. Maybe longer distance traveling. That e- the Egan to the uh, XL Energy Center is not a bad, especially when Minnetonka here, girls hockey is playing at 8 o'clock at night. You can eat dinner at home, just no problem finding a parking spot, might even stop and have a beer at bad weather. <laughs> is that an Egan to Minnetonka final? I mean, Minnetonka's playing pretty well right now. They're gonna but a week ago, they were 11, 13, and 3. They're going to have to play pretty well just to beat Maple Grove. Yeah. I mean, didn't Maple Grove beat Minnetonka during the regular season? Yeah, November 29th, so that was, you know, eons ago. But, you know, the one thing with, with girls' state hockey here, Minnetonka, what, they're the 5 seed. They're only one game above 500. They lost to Adina 5-4. to four. They beat Andover. They tied Brainerd. And they lost to Maple Grove three two, so they're within a goal of it, you know. So when I say Edina Minnetonka final, you couldn't just say, "Well, they're in the well, same they side of the bracket." Because they're in the same <laughs> side of the bracket, correct? So can't can't happen. Maybe Edina Minnetonka semifinal. Uh, that would that would be fun, but no. I mean, I don't. I mean, it, it almost felt like Section Six once again for girls hockey. The, the section championship was your state championship. Right. You had a Dinah and Blake school. Um, there, there's some good teams, but come on, Brainerd, Brainerd Little Falls is not going to beat Dinah in the state championship game. What about Eastridge? Eastridge is unseated. Like Eastridge, there was three number one seeds that came that are in the field. Yeah. Five, four number threes, and then Eastridge. Eastridge East was a three, was three, yeah. Lucky, plucky little team <laughs> that beat a bunch of South Suburban Conference teams. Which for the last three weeks, you've told us. They wasn't did. I don't. I don't think. Conference. I don't think. Um, did Chalk be win a playoff game? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, that doesn't. We Overtime. can't include section one. Overtime. Yeah. But in the in the section three, Burnsville got beat by a SEC team. Apple Valley, I think, got beat by an SEC team. East East View. East View lost to Egan one nothing. So then, yeah. not, no, I don't think any SEC South Suburban team beat a S Suburban East team. Yeah. SEC is not good in hockey, girls hockey. Late conferences. Yeah, late conferences. Late <laughs> conferences. conferences. You know, Dinah's a powerhouse. But they're trying to be going for three in a row here, and so I, don't, I just don't see. Andover, Andover's got a nice squad this year, and Andover, you look at. Total wide, their boys hockey team is the number one seed. Um, so good year for Andover hockey, but 
My money would be on a dime if I was a betting man. It always would. Farmington's in, in, that, in it, right? They are. They're just South Suburban. They squeak past. Who, north? Somebody. South? Everyone drove to Rochester, I guarantee yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember who. It was a, It was an overtime game versus one of the Lakeville schools. Well, let's switch gears, talk the boys' side. Section 2 gets underway. When you guys hear this, it was underway last night. Realistically, against <coughs> anybody else, five-team five, five team race. You only know, throw Holy Family in there with Prior Lake, and they probably have an equal equal shot. Who? Let's everyone go around and say... Follow, follow the Puck had a percentage today yeah. in sections, and they had Minnetonka winning it 70% of the time. Yeah. Let's go around the table, and everyone pick... Who is holding some kind of plaque Wednesday night at 3M Arena at Mariucci? <laughs> Who's the champion? Minnetonka runs away with it. Minnetonka's Minnetonka. Beat Cedar Prairie in the final. I'm going with Chaska. Chaska? <laughs> Ooh. Any, any reasoning? I just have that? a gut. It's my yeah. gut. I think Minnetonka, Minnetonka won it all last year. They're going to get Chaska in the final. They're going to get beat. On the big ice. On the big ice. Much as I think Eden Prairie has a chance when they've lost to Minnetonka twice and Chaska once, I cannot pick the Eagles. So I would say Tonka is the team to beat. I would like to go with Tom and pick Chaska because I do think they have the best offense in this section. I think uh, I think Minnetonka wins this because they've got the best goaltender of the three. I think Charlie Glockner is... You know, he, he's been through the big games. He's obviously won a state championship. They've got the defense that only allows about two goals a game. Minnetonka, if they want to win state, though, they're going to have to start scoring goals. Yeah. They have been kind of in a little bit of a scoring rut. You get on that big ice, it makes it even tougher to score. Well, goals. that's the thing with Chaska, too. This is so new territory for them. Even getting to the Saturday semifinals, playing at Braemar, it's going to be completely different for them. I don't think they've ever played in the section final. So. We, we don't well, think they won. last year. Yeah. So. They played in the section, they, but that was like that was like the state championship was almost beating Eden Prairie last year. I well, mean, they got that one. They got that experience. That's big. Yes. The goaltender doesn't though, and that's they, You know, that's my big thing is um, they have a senior goaltender who is going to be not starting apparently. They're going with a sophomore who was a very good goaltender. It does take some guts. Uh, he played against Benil. At Mariucci, I thought that was a telling sign of who was going to play in the playoffs. I mean, if you're playing a game two weeks before sections at Mariucci, you're yeah. starting the goaltender that's going to probably play in the section. Yeah. You know, sometimes that oh. switch can be good because I remember I may have been six, seven years ago, Prior Lake and Burnsville were playing in the semifinals, and Prior Lake started a sophomore goalie. They didn't win, but he played phenomenal. Yeah. I think his name was Vidmar. And he's, so sometimes you get that sophomore sure. goalie's got nothing to lose. Yeah, and, and you know both guys have had good you know good seasons, not great. Um, so we'll there can't see, be any pressure just, on a sophomore goalie. But well, there's a lot of pressure if, when, if you're still, when you have when you have. But uh, not on him. I mean, it's I not mean, there, there's six or seven really good hockey players that are probably playing in their last uh, you know section run here with Chaska because and they should even, spark they should say you know, give us the senior then well I mean I don't yeah. sophomore goalie he's got like I got two years <laughs> I'm relaxed so and he's got a group group uh, I got Mike up, Coster in front of me yeah oh healthy or they're fine yeah they're both guys that got injured in that game both came back right. against Kennedy in a 13 nothing win 
Right. So um, they avoided it. They all depends on what shock he takes out of him on Thursday night. Well, that, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> you don't want to score. You don't want to score too many goals. No, I mean I. I think, and that's still you still have to you still have to play every game. And Minnetonka, I mean, if they were sitting in here right now, whether they're facing Holy Family or, or Prior Lake, they cannot overlook that Saturday game. They are beatable by any of the top five teams in the section right now. Back in December, would have said no way. But right now, Minnetonka hasn't proven that they're the clear-cut team that nobody's going to beat in this section. So, I mean, we saw it, you saw it, well, maybe you saw it in the box court. Prior Lake, it's a 3-1 game. Prior Lake hasn't... I mean, Prior Lake's won five in a row. They're playing pretty good right now. 8 nothing with Chanska. That's, but you know, but Taka is the only team that hasn't lost to a section team. No. You're gonna to have to get hot goals to make a beat. They lost a dime twice. The section team. They haven't lost anybody. Yes, he's right. agreed with it. So yeah, no, I, they've lost a dime twice, and they've tied uh, Duluth or uh, Hermantown and Wyzetta. So yeah, they you know you have to beat them first. But I, I just think that it's a little bit more wide open than even it was a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, for sure. So like you said, a couple weeks ago, Minnetonka was a clear favorite. It was gonna yeah roll through the tournament. Yeah. Now Chaska's. Eight in a row, nine in a yeah, row for Chaska. Like and They've had a nice little run Eden, here. Eden Prairie can beat anybody at any time, and Fire Lake and Holy Family will give anybody fits. So we got three Minnetonkas, one Chaska. We'll, we'll tuck that What about Section 3? you going to predict over there? Is Burnsville going to come out of there? Well, at the uh, five seed. I mean, this is wide open, right? I mean, oh, St. Thomas, Thomas is their number one. but Rosemont. Rosemont's awfully. Rosemont's a lot. They're ranked eight now. But they're the top a, two seeds. You know, I know St. Thomas is ranked number five, but it's not the best St. Thomas team. This is not, yeah, this is not your typical St. So, Thomas team. In my opinion, there's probably four or five teams that could give, uh, you know, could give them a run over there. Eastview's uh, played really well late. They've gone, they go in winning seven of eight. They're one loss there at the end, last game of the season was to Prior Lake. Um, I don't see Egan making a run. Burnsville's got to go beat Eastview in Eastview, and they've won. Brunswick's got a streak. They've won 14 straight quarterfinal games, hmm. all of them at home. This is the first time. This is the first time they've been on, on the road since <laughs> like 2004-5. MinnesotaScores.net goes back to like 2003. Chaska I know, right? Isn't that point, Minnesota Scores? Tonight, tonight here Thursday night is Chaska's first home game that since pre 2003. Since pre Minnesota Scores. Holy moly! So. Well, Eastview, Eastview could probably give St. Thomas a game, but I still I think I think St. Thomas is going to win that section. Yeah. Well, how cool would the state tournament be if Chaska and Rosemont both qualify? Yeah. The teams that first never I don't think no. any Rosemont might have been tier one at one yeah, time. I don't they know. might have been in the tier two tournament. Yeah, tier two, I meant tier two. Early nineties yeah. or whenever that was. So. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I mean, it's good for communities yeah, too, absolutely. and it's good for your, your youth communities. I mean, I saw Chaska play at Rosemont. There's a ton of Rosemont kids in the stands. Winning, you know, having that winning feeling at the rink brings in your brings in the youth kids. Yeah. They want to be a part of that. And so I think this is a big year for a couple of these, like you said, Rosemont Chaska programs that um, this is their best shot. This is their best shot in a long time, yeah. You know, just touching base on Section 3, I think those middle teams, you have to win three games. When you're not, you know, a top 10 team, to go and win three playoff games, like where you have to legitimately go out and play really, really well and win three games, that's kind of a grind this time of year. 
you know. So well, Egan has Jefferson in the first round, so that would that won't be an easy game, but no, it be. but easier. Jefferson's really fallen off here the last month, but it's still. I, I mean, I just think that if that's why you play the regular season to get those one two seats and you're facing teams that just you at least get one you know one game where you're like okay we don't have to there's no seven and eight's gonna win what didn't one happen like three or four years ago didn't cooper beat your eagles i don't think cooper did armstrong seven and eight no seven and eights can win not in section two section two not in section two Who's the seven? Eight? Who's the eight? New Prey. New Prey. Welcome to welcome to Double A. You get to face Minnetonka. Who's seven? Shockapi. Then they get to face Chester. Who's six? Chan. Chan. Against Eden Prairie. No, yeah, I don't see any of that happening. Oh. I could see Jefferson beating Egan as a six-three because I don't think Egan's all that hot. Yeah. And section six is is it Eden Prairie? Edina all the way. Edina, Wyzetta. Wyzetta's pretty. Benilde. What is that? Yeah, that's it. Well, Benilde got the two. And Creighton. Probably top four, I right? I couldn't believe that, that Benilde got the two. Maybe they beat Wyzetta. I don't know. <laughs> I'll go with Edina on that one. Yeah, I think I, I, I like might, That might be the they, deepest section, actually. The what? That section is as deep as section two. Well, for who's sure. Five? Oh, yeah. Who's the five? Creighton. Creighton. Who's so. the four? Uh, who did they play? Uh, 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 Blake? What did we just say? Blake. Uh, Blake. Blake. Yeah, Blake. 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 So Blake and Creed. Blake. Blake's not going to beat. Edina. You know, Edina. But they're better than they have been, and so it makes it a little interesting. Yeah, that 2-3 matchup with Wyzetta and Benilde would be really good, but I would I'd take Wyzetta. They, I mean, you go through, and we're going to talk about this a little bit with basketball. You go through the stretch of January and February, and you're playing late conference teams. You're prepared for sections. You're playing the Metro West Conference, St. Louis Park, and beating them eleven to one. That is not preparing you for the sections. <laughs> so, right. and that's why I think, like, you know, the, if Chaska and EP end up facing each other, it's going to be a much different game in December. Um, for sure, Chaska has had one really tough game the last month, Benilde, and you know, two actually, maybe actually, they've had one tough win over the last month, and so. Whereas Eden Prairie's grinding it out, trying to find ways to beat Edina, Wyzetta, Minnetonka. They're just more prepared right now. So I think that's something to be said. For sure. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it comes. But Saturday semifinals at Bramer, pretty fun. Pretty fun. Bring $5 for donuts. Those <laughs> many donuts smell amazing. Uh, switch gear, state wrestling. Sure, state wrestling. Two well, teams from the area. Shakopee. Not, not Scott West, though. I think uh, Shakopee, I would say, put the last stake in Napa Valley's heart. Because Napa Valley, next year's Napa Valley's cupboard is really bare unless they get some new kids Brooks. in. <laughs> kids in. But Shakopee dominated Napa Valley. It was impressive to see. You know, they busted out Carson Manville for the first time in, since December. Sh- and that Apple- just makes her line up deeper. Apple Valley was down 18 to nothing in every, even in the quarterfinal right. match. Yeah. So they, I think they were down 22 nothing to yeah. Lakeville North. They were down 18 nothing to Shockby, and that was an improvement How from, do you win? <laughs> from their matchup in the regular season. So Apple Valley was down 19 nothing, and they were probably feeling pretty good about themselves. Because they were down 26 nothing after 
I guess that a season a, match. I guess that astonished me when I looked up and I saw Lakeville North up. Like, I don't, they must have won the first four. Right. I'm like, I know Apple Valley's good. How you beat, you can't beat good teams if you're going to be consistently no. down 18, no, 20, like nothing after four weights. Yeah. I don't care how many, how many yeah. studs you got back there. Shockley really wrestled well. They, and they've got the deepest 3A lineup at state. And they will probably. Who can My guess is they will roll through the state tournament. They might get. You know, they got a tough first round matchup. Northfield, many people thought Northfield could get a two or three seed, so they were kind of shocked that Northfield got uh, unseeded. Considering they beat Oatana, who's been yeah. ranked in the top three all year. Yeah, Northfield has two kids ranked number one at 132 and 138, and then they got about four or five other kids that are highly ranked. So they just don't have the firepower. They need the an upset here or there yeah. somewhere along the line, the a couple. An- the answer is nobody in 3A they can be. No one in Maybe 3A. somebody in 1A or 2A, but not St. Michael. Not going to see that. No, Chalkery already beat St. Michael this earlier this year pretty handily. Stillwater, we don't know anything Stillwater, about. Stillwater, we don't know. Well, they beat up Apple Valley earlier in the season. They've got probably the most kids ranked next to Chocopee. That's one program you probably have no idea the pro- what they got. Stillwater. The problem with Stillwater is that their top-ranked kids are in the lower weights, where Shockby pulls out the number one, number one, number two. So rank. they need upsets. They yeah. need a couple upsets right. up there and then put the put a little fear in Shockby. Right. So, down. Yeah. My guess, no one's beating Shockby. Didn't we they, say that last year? They would win every match by 20 points or more. Did we think they were nobody's going to beat Shockby last year? No, everyone thought. I thought St. Michael had a chance to beat him, and they did, you know, so... But we also got Eden Prairie there. Are they Eden Prairie. Eden Prairie hasn't been there since, well, two times since <laughs> 1986. Yeah. I was five in 1986. Was Brankel's dad on that team? <laughs> and they got the best draw possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did a good shock rate in the first yeah. round. It's it's t- When you're one of the bottom three and you have a chance at one, two, or three to land the three is, like you say, it's as good as it gets for Eden Prairie, but... They will be big underdogs going into uh, that morning match with right. St. Michael. Well, they, I mean, you look at the section final, they were up whatever they had final to nine points. It was 34 It was 9. 42 to 9. 42 to 9. Pin, and they win in the quarter. Pin, consolation quarter. Pin forfeit. So they gave up, they gave up 24, uh, 24 points for the last four weight classes. They're not going to win many matches, 182 or above. Can so. they get to the consolation? Well, who they wrestle this Constellation semis would be Stillwater or who's the who's the, the Eastridge? Then no, Eastridge and Eastridge started the season ranked fifth in the state, and then they they've been kind of up and in fell and down and haven't. Well, I mean, they started to come back a little bit. Minnetonka over the last three years. They got to the Constellation championship they, they, a few years the, ago. The, right? the first year, correct? They, that was the only time, and we the last couple years it's been kind of. Um, yeah, they've been very, very lopsided, and you know, Eden Prairie has a, has a nice team. They got they've got some good wrestlers. You don't ever want to call a wrestling team nice. <laughs> they've got uh, they've got a tough wrestling team. <laughs> some tough kids. They'd rather they, you say tough kids. Tough kids. Uh, they I don't see them giving up a lot of like bonus points. Maybe out like uh, you know at a lot of the weights underneath one eighty two. Um, but they just—they're not going to get enough pins to offset giving up. They don't have a heavyweight. How a school of three thousand? You know, how a school of three thousand kids can't, can't find, find one heavyweight? 
you know, do an offensive line drill. Coach has got to hang well, around the football team. I mean, well, longer. Grant was there. He handed the, the trophy off. He went from girls hockey. What was Grant what, doing there for? Was the, he looking for a linebacker? Football coaches <laughs> is a wrestling coach. So, I mean, they're just—they don't have a heavy. Well, and big they kids don't are, have a. They don't have a, I mean, they're ninety-five and two twenty guys. Big kids are hard to find. Younger guys, you know, even at the big schools, big kids is. are hard to find. Yeah, we should talk a little bit about the section two double A, yeah. where Scott West got beat twenty six twenty five by Waconia. It's the first time Scott West isn't going to state since two thousand thirteen. They've been to, they've won ten of the last twelve section titles, so that was a upset by Waconia to beat them. And Scott West kind of helped them out with that unsportsmanlike conduct penalty point that cost them a point and eventually cost them a section championship because they had the criteria. If they did. It would have been would have been twenty five twenty. Would have been twenty six twenty six. Scott West would have won eight matches eight compared matches. to six matches of Waconia. You know, so it comes down to you know. Besides that, bonus points. Bonus and points. Shot, uh, Scott West got of the eight matches they won. They got one match with bonus points, and that was the one thirty eight, which got got neglected so because of the unsportsmanlike so conduct penalty. In essence, a four-pointer instead of a five-pointer. Five, right, yeah. Whereas Waconia wins six matches, and they won a couple by fall. You they know, won they, two by fall, one by Tech, and I think another one by Major. Yeah. So, and so, for Scott West, it went out. It started. They was the one oh six match was huge because Waconia has the fourth-ranked wrestler in Shockery. Scott West had the tenth, and Scott West won that yeah. match. So they Scott West is thinking, all right, we got the match we needed. We're going to win this, and then the penalty point yeah. really cost him, you know. So we'll teach you that to try to show up the other team wrestlers I'm, or fans. And I, the one thing I'll say about wrestling: if you're wrestling a five, six-minute match, and in, you know, generally if it's tighter, you know, a tighter match, you're pretty supercharged when you, when you get up. Um, so I understand emotions come into things, uh, but. Eden Prairie, and that was something that I thought was really great about their team was every time somebody won, they were going, everyone standing up, and instead of going into a little pit where everyone's jumping up, the guy would run down the run down the bench and clap every guy's hand. It brought the energy level yeah. up on their team, well, and it really showed. If the Scott West wrestler that got, got uh, the penalty point would have turned the other way towards his fans and did what he did, yeah. it would have been totally all right. Yeah. But he turned towards the Waconia fans, took a couple steps towards them, and popped his singlet at them, and the ref deemed that to be unsportsmanlike and docked him one point, which in the end came very costly. Yeah. But well, yeah. do you think, uh, how did you like the one-day format? Now, they got, they got snowed out or colded out on Thursday. I think, was well, right? I think it was fine. Yeah. You know, the first, the semifinal, the quarterfinal matches were all blowouts. Yeah. But I think, I think if they had, don't they have to get a, Waiver from the high school league. Yeah. I don't think you can wrestle four matches in one. So they, so they, so they can They have to be two, and unless they go down to eight team sections. Yeah. So, but it was good. They were on schedule. I got there at six oh one, and they were already wrestling okay, good. the one oh six match. So they were right on schedule. For the title match. Yeah, this. Yeah. You know, I walked. It was walked in when the one oh six match was just blowing the whistle. So they were right on schedule. Whereas your Apple Valley, Apple Valley shocking match started at seven forty five, and this is that. It was done by the time Eden Prairie and Minnetonka started at eight forty-five at night. No, thank goodness it wasn't as quick. It was a quicker <laughs> match than previous years, but yeah. I mean that section when they start championships at eight thirty, it's been getting over at like ten fifteen some years, and you're just like, come on. 
we should not be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so well, and then when state wrestling, um, I imagine Shockby will probably get about ten individuals to state. Scott West will probably get six or seven. Uh, so you'll, you'll be busy. I'll be there. You'll be busy. But, the one, but only one team to cover, so yeah, that, well, that helps out. No, that's the worst because I could have went Thursday night covered to get pictures of Scott West and Shockby in the team tournament. But now I got to go Friday morning to get Scott West individuals, and not not waiting in Saturday night for the state championship individuals. Oh, but that's fun. Yeah, you go down there and you're oh, like, the state the, the state on. the state championship individuals is one of the great nights to be there and watching. If you like wrestling, if you're and not you and wrestling. Tom are the only guys that ever need to go. So. <laughs> no, I, I, Todd's going to cover my guy this year. Yeah. Calvin's son will probably be in the 195-pound championship okay. unless he gets upset. Our like may only get one or two guys this year. They usually get six or seven, but that section, there's yeah, 34 ranked there. wrestlers in that section. So it's not going to be easy. There's nine in section six. I mean, when's the last time Prior Lake had one wrestler at state and Burnsville had one? Because Burnsville's got a kid, Osterhouse. Gavin Osterhouse probably got a shot. One, I think he's at 170. Did he go 170? He's either 160 or 170. I would go 70. That's a, that's a 70's wide open. And outside. Burnsville has not had a wrestler 70 will have Carson Manville in it. So. Oh, it will now. Okay. But he's, he's going to have tough kids because 160 is going to have Roberts yeah. at the top. It's just, can you get number two? Burnsville hasn't had a state wrestler in five years. Not one okay. qualifier. So yeah, that's the same. Well, the him. section two will have, well, Shockby will have four or five probably state champions. And then, you know, uh, Sund will get one. Sund, if he, if he wrestles the way he's capable of, he should get one. Lakeville North will probably win the heavyweight state title. Tegan Block yeah, is a, he, he has and a shot at 113. Ro- Rosemont will win the 220 state title. Probably you know, that, uh, what's the kid's name? Apple Valley, Brady Gross has a chance to win at 152, 145, 152. Swigum, Swigum. Section 2 at AAA could, well, win, could, win, could win 8, eight 9 titles. Well, make sure your editor saves some space on the front page for, yeah, uh, for, sure. for all that. And you can just start working for the guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, so, girls, we, girls basketball starts Wednesday. Those seeds are pretty much decided. Yeah, they. Chalkby yeah. will be a three, Chaska two, and Eprey one, right? One, yeah. Fire Lake four, Edina five, Minnetonka six. Yep. So. The only question, <laughs> the four, five, six. Fire <laughs> Lakes hasn't had McKenna in the lineup since the thirty-first of January. They lost at Egan, a four-win team. Yeah. They had three starters out: McKenna, Colstead, and Tratchell. Only three, three teams with players. only three teams yep. with the winning record they, in that uh, section. Yep. And they have two games they played they play they finish at against Lakeville North tonight. They could be sixteen losses going into sections. Edina's gonna have sixteen losses. Minnetonka have fifteen, sixteen yep. losses. But I think Edina beat Minnetonka twice, so twice. I guess yep. prior Lake beat Edina and the I mean, I don't know. I mean what's gonna happen with um I suppose with a healthy McKenna in that lineup, prior Lake could be as good as anybody, but even when she was in the lineup, it's not like they were tearing up the world there. They were, they were a 500 team when she was there. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Chaska. When your three best players are ninth, tenth graders, there's still that element for, you know, learning how to win this time of the season. They went through a three-loss week last week. They had three losses into the week. Lost to a Cooper team that was state champs last year. Brings back really good. Uh, you know, team. So that was a good. You know, I was like, okay, 
they split with Cooper, they lost to Wyzetta, and it wasn't even close. The next day, they have to come back. They give up 30 to Destiny Oberg, who, former Holy Angel state champ, now at Kennedy. So, Chaska, I mean, they're going to they're gonna have to grind it to beat. Is Shaka to be, to be a shocking. team that we need to watch out for in that girls' basketball? They seem uh, to be quietly going about their business. Yeah, they lost. They lost their last two games against Farmington and Apple Valley. So that, uh, but Farmington is ranked, and Apple Valley is plenty good. Shark, we can beat. They could beat anybody, I would imagine, or they could also lose. They played Edina, and they played a barn burner of a 28-27 game. Yeah. So. And Eden Prairie, at the number one seed, and hasn't lost to a section team. They've only beat Edina twice by two points. Right. So, so it's wide open. Ian Prairie keeps finding a way to win every <laughs> game. It's like a one-point win over every team they play. I mean, so that's coaching. That is coaching. They've got the right coach in there now. So section three girls. Section three. Coach. Section coach. three girls hoops. You got Burnsville out there as the number four seed, probably behind Eastview, Apple Valley, and Rosemont. Not as daunting as some years, yeah. East, but Eastview is still good. But Eastview, well, it's put not. it this way: Burnsville has lost to Eastview twenty-eight straight games. They haven't beaten the Lightning since two thousand six. Well, so they're due. They're due in the semifinals. So you say they have a chance. <laughs> uh, well, twenty-eight in a row, and they've lost to Apple Valley nine in a row and seventeen and nineteen. So again, they Burnsville's lost five or six straight quarterfinal games, and I think they'll be at home against Henry Sibley. They should break they should that streak. They should win now. They've also had six straight losing seasons, and they're ten and twelve right now. I don't see that ending this year. They, they'd have to go to state almost. Well, who they? They got somebody tomorrow. The end of I think they got Lakeville South. They could win that one. They've kind of fallen off though at the last the last month of the season, but. We'll break down boys next week. We got one we, thing for boys though, is we got tonight Prior Lake tough. at at Lakeville North two versus five for the probably the SEC championship. Will Darson Garcia play? I heard he's gonna play, even though he's got a stress fracture. But that's for the SEC championship tonight. Maybe it's up and upgrade to a stress reaction. <laughs> Robert Jones is averaging twenty three a game since in the last nine since Garcia's been out. And dominating. Yeah. How many top ten teams have they played in the last nine? <laughs> None. Shockabee. The last loss was at Gosh. was at home against Lakeville North. That, did they beat? Yeah, they beat Shockabee without Garcia. Mm-hmm. Other top ten wins they've had against Eastridge. Lost to North. Beat. Beat Chaska. Beat Chaska. Beat. Lost to Park Center first game of the year. Those are the those are their big games. We had a, we had a break they don't need Garcia. <laughs> They're nine and zero. Jones is dominating. <laughs> He's just gonna come and just start shooting, and Jones is gonna be like, "Hey, I, it's my team now. If I'm the go senior." Back to getting 15 points off a of rebound. He like still he does anyway. They they look pretty good with Garcia. They don't beat the top teams in the state without Garcia. They've won nine in a row without him. They don't beat the top teams <laughs> in the state without Garcia. They might be able to win. They don't win this section two without Garcia. And maybe That's Jones is like he's the I'm the man. <laughs> Nissen's like finally like I can get shoot the ball now. Wow. No, I'm giving hard, I'm giving Garcia a hard time. He's obviously pretty good, but he is very good. Well, it's still two weeks away. We still got 
some job. Yeah, they end the, but not much. I think it's over. Yeah, think. Regular season ends next week. Yeah. Dinah beat Eden Prairie. Dinah beat Wyzetta. Dinah beat Hopkins. We'll find me somebody's got those three wins in, in 2019. The number six ranked team up. in Class 4A. They've stayed at is six. What are they for paying? The number five seed. Why do they keep? Why do they keep? I don't know. I thought they haven't moved in a month. They, they don't move any of those teams. It's just like Eden Prairie in, in hockey. There's still like nine. Benilde's ten. Chaska's like twelve. And like well, Chaska beat both of them. <laughs> why just easily just swap? Another it's reason like, why I like Jones. Uh, Jones over Prairie. Garcia is because of his hair. Got that big yeah, that dew sweet. out there. It sticks out. I like it. Imagine trying to get a rebound through that hair. Right before Chaska played him, they were up 4-0. Four 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 but it was 4 nothing. Sure. Same score as Chaska. Oh, and on and boy side, Burnsville plays Eastview March 1st. That'll be for the number one seed in Section 3. Will you be there? No. <laughs> Wait, where is it at? I don't know. It's your teams. Is that... It's at Burnsville. Well, that's a nice, easy little drive down to 13. March 1st. 55 miles an hour now. It's March 1st to Friday? Yes. What else is going on March 1st? State swimming. Swimming, swimming and I wrestling. I will not be there. Yeah, I'll be there for you. you know. Well, yeah, you know. No, Prior Lakes. Well, we haven't talked much swimming, but Prior Lake, Minnetonka, Eden Prairie, Shaska. Shaska Chan gets to Chaska be together. Chaska Chan. Shock. Shock. There's four ranked teams in that section. Prior Lake's not bad, and they got the defending state champion in the 500 free. Shaska Chan's going to have three relays. And on the podium for the first time, they did. They when they were just chain assing last year, they finished third in the state. We haven't talked any swimming. Guys. I think these. I think our podcast fans are, are probably disappointed. Huge swimming fans. Well, Pioneer Pioneer Ridge is going to get to be the finals will be tonight. Tonight, when you guys are listening to this, hopefully on Friday, <laughs> I'll be there. Follow follow my tweets. Uh, it doesn't have the star power that it had last year. Minnetonka had some really, really tough guys. John Shellstead. Um, I mean, five Jack, of those Jack teams. Dahlgren. Five of those teams in that section were in the top seven at state in the team standings last year. Yeah. And it's going to be the same. I don't see Prior Lake being in the top ten this year. But, oh, but they, Dwyer, Dwyer will be right there for. Yeah, they don't have the depth, but they, they they could be 10, 11 in there somewhere. Twelve on a good day, maybe maybe nine, eight. I don't know. They got a good diver too. He could be in the top six. And Eric Thompson. Adina. Chaska Chanas and Minnetonka, those three teams holding blacks at the end of the year. Eden Prairie thinks it has a chance to catch Minnetonka it is at a state meet format. Maybe they do. Yeah, Minnetonka just is not going to get many individual points on the podium. They'll do well in, in relays. Chaska Chan's got guys who will be on the podium individually. They have relay guys. I mean, you put two schools with you know that were pretty good last year and. You know, together, you can make some pretty good relays. When's the last time Eastview has not been in the top two at a state dance? If you know the answer, email it to scores at swpub.com. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yearbook thing on the state high school doesn't show you those. When is they were third in jazz and high kick? When's the last time they have not been in the top two in at least one dance? Come on, Chris. Not uh, since I've been covering Triple A. Scores w, swpub.com. He wants he uh, wants your answers. Do I need to, oh, <laughs> it's been it, it's been a, it's been a while, but I bet you it's been at least ten years. If you haven't had a chance to read my Leslie Swiggum story, you three read that. I mean, forty-four years I of coaching up. and Wyzetta. It was a, it was an emotional night, really emotional. Stepped outside of my uh, coverage area, 
helping our producer out. Uh, no, it's just a really cool moment. And that's, we're talking about sportsmanship. We're talking about, you know, things like that. When the fourth place Benil team in Class AA is jumping up and down when Sartell is named champion and they're running over and hugging him. What other fourth place team will you find that? Maybe they heard it wrong. No. <laughs> the entire place at Target Center, like it was on their because she was she's retiring after forty four years. Um, it was a it was a pretty cool moment to, to to watch and be a part of. I mean, this is a woman who was among the people who really elevated the sport to the state high school league to become sponsored twenty years ago or twenty five years ago. So, pretty cool finish to to be double state champs in kick and jazz and. So. And a one and two didn't dominate. They did, but no. they were one team was left out on the end. There. Brainerd, Brainerd, sneaky we, we, fourth. Place. We talked. Can we talk about <laughs> we that? We talked about there would be a team. We were like, I'm not sure. Probably can get in the top six and kick, and, and we said Brainerd. Brainerd. We called it. That's why so we were. We're great. We're great dancers. That's why we're not dummies. Great. But uh, section one and two did dominate. Yeah, they did. They, they got eleven of twelve yeah. in the final. So and most of you know section two had a uh, yeah they had pretty equal. Lakeville North had a nice. Nice team. Beat uh, Hayesview again. It's geography, folks. It's geography. That's it for Sports for Dummies this week. I'm Eric Croucher with Todd Aimling, Tom Chardon, and Dan Huss. Rachel Minsky is our producer. For round-the-clock sports coverage, check out southwestnewsmedia.com. <laughs>